Well, welcome to All for Good in the Brotherhood. Uh, this is an uh, episode of a couple firsts. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, uh, this is our very uh, very first video podcast. So it's an attempt. So if it sucks or if it looks terrible, give us a break. We're yep. trying. Um, also, this is our first uh, move towards a weekly podcast episode. So last time we announced when we were with Nate uh, talking about homeschooling, that this would be uh, our first attempt at trying to do weekly podcasts. So where Nate's off on one time, but then he's back at the next one. Uh, so this is our first chance at having Tom as more of a regular, which is pretty cool. This is also our first in his garage. So we've, we've recorded in his sketchy basement. We're even in his more sketchy garage. I think uh, it's a very cool garage, personally. I, yeah, I just feel like got, people come in here to do weed. I, I, mean, this, like, <laughs> I got a black light over there. I got, uh, like, neon spray paint that looks with exquisite detail, like yeah. the skyline of of, of, Pittsburgh. of a city. Yeah. Um, and I got my weights here, and I got my rucksack over there, and my uh, lawnmower over there. So, I mean, this is the know. definition of a man cave. It's, so, yeah. I'll it's also the garage external to the house, so. Right. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, you do what you can. I love that, like, the podcast is pretty mobile. Um, yeah. So. Yep. So, weightlifting. Uh, that's a... That's a good manly thing to be doing. It is. It is. It's oh. a it's a, a manly skill to be able to lift weights, exercise. I think so. Uh, yeah, let's let's kick this off with some discussions about man skills because I think man skills, man skills, man skills training. Yeah. So name one that you are proud of, and name one. So like name one that you're like you feel like you've owned it, or at least like you're just like really confident in it, mm-hmm. and then name one. That maybe you don't feel as confident, and you wish you could either be developed in or develop yourself in in some way. Um, well, maybe just because we're talking about it, but lifting, right I guess, on. like um, that has been something that I was definitely not comfortable with doing until my senior year in college, when my good buddy Floyd, um, we were talking, and I was like, "Man, I would like to lift, but I don't really know what I'm doing, and it's it's so intimidating going oh, into yeah. a gym when you're scrawny and you look like just an absolute noob." Okay. And he says, "Well, just just go in with someone. That's the that's the best way to do it." So I went in with him um, every afternoon for about three months, and then I was comfortable to do it by myself. And that was now five years ago. Yeah. Uh, and, and now he's he's built like a tiny tiny Captain America. Yeah. Maybe not even tiny so Captain America. The habit just shorter. Captain the habit America. does hide a lot. Just saying. Because <laughs> um, I was I was talking to this one guy when uh, the other day I. I gave a talk. He's taught. He's very taught. Um, to the Benedicts and Oblates. And I mentioned in one of my examples of like dealing with adversity, talking about playing on a rugby oh, yeah. game, you know. And this one guy comes up and says, did you actually play rugby? Said, huh. Yeah. He goes, well, you don't look like you'd be like uh. fit to play rugby. I was so annoyed. But he was also like in his 80s. So I'm like, well, I played a back. And he goes, oh, well, that, I guess that makes some sense. You don't have to be very big to do that. And I was like, buddy, I will take you down through <laughs> to you. But I was like, mm, you know what? That's okay. Sounds okay. sounds like but, he 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 had his own insecurities. What that maybe. sounds like, but it's it is what it is. Yeah. I have yeah, lifting. I think would probably be yeah, like my. I'd say it's a good Whitaker like man skills. We sort of all like our dad, even though he's he's getting up there in age, is still honestly in like great shape. Yeah, like his his forearms are still like you know nice and nice and leaned up, but they got some solid tone to them mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, and then Nate and you and I are like have always been like pretty. Yeah, Nate's getting like disgusting. Like yeah, Nate's big. Nate's during, also pretty taut. Uh, I wish so. I wish he could be here during the the most of the year yeah. so you guys could see it, but soon, soon. Anyways, yeah. 
your man skill that you're proud of. That you All right, man skill I'm proud of. Well, you kind of took a little bit, so, but that's the classic answer. I just love athleticism. I love playing sports and stuff like that. But I will, I'll depart from that a little bit. I will say that I, I think one skill that I've particularly worked at hard in the last like two to three years is giving briefings and giving like presentations in front of rooms filled with stakeholders and like senior people mm-hmm. which in whether it was back in college or even honestly like three or four years ago like giving any sort of briefing even on something that i was comfortable and i understood just got me so jittery got me so like all butterfly yeah that i was I, I would just do a lot more stuttering and i would do a lot more like just sounding not confident in what i knew which was always unfortunate when i actually was confident in what i knew what yeah, i was talking sure, about sure. um but i think i've had a couple really hard Briefings where I had like 70 senior military people in a room that I, I had to brief about this one like idea that was going to like kind of change a, a lot of strategic things. Revolutionize and, the world. Yes, exactly. Um, and um, not exactly, but anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah, so so just like having to go through those little gauntlets like definitely helped me develop. I'm not sure if, if, if like giving briefings, but having like that commanding like tone in that setting I think is something that um we should try to foster like we should yeah, try to be com- yeah. when we are confident about something we should own it so that's one I'd, I'd say i am confident but let's let's switch to ones that we're not as strong in okay. so hit up one that you you wish you could have more. i about. wish i was better at stuff with cars mm. um it's also was gonna be mine but go ahead <laughs> well okay, just, just have a trend um i just i almost know like next to nothing about cars and it's like it, it really saddens me because mm. I also, when people talk about cars, I'm like, oh, cars are stupid. But I think that's more my reaction to, like, oh, I don't know jack crap about them. So, hmm. um, I mean, I know how to change a tire, you know, and they change the oil, change some of that kind of stuff. But, like, I know cars are so computerized these days that even, like, a lot people who used to know stuff about cars don't anymore. Hmm. But I just, I don't. If you told me, yeah. like, oh, this thing about the carburetor, <laughs> this thing about the engine, this thing about the whatever belt, I'd be like, bro, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I know what the tires look like. Yeah. <laughs> they're round. <laughs> See those round things? They're called tires. And they go under the car. Good cars yeah. reference. <laughs> um, um, yeah, well, so. That's that's a legit one. I would totally echo that. But for the sake of switching it up, um, let's see. I will go with um, electrical. Um, partially because even though I'm not going to claim any knowledge about like how to do plumbing very well, but I'm not scared of at least tinkering with it when I've had to do the couple tiny little things. I'm like, I'm going to try to figure this out. But electrical scares the crap out of me. Like I just like, well, like, you know, I know there's some people that are like, oh yeah, no, you just got to take this out and you got to rewire and just, just make sure you don't touch those ones together. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, like the consequences of doing an error is like potentially pretty severe. Yeah, so yeah. like it's definitely one of those areas where like I've had a couple guys who aren't don't aren't necessarily electricians. They're not like that's not their background and they're like, "Oh yeah, I mean I, I do my own electrical work." And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, like no, no. I don't know if it's confidence or or fear or whatever, but I I do not I almost don't even want to know about electrical except for the express purpose of if I ever have to, like yeah. I want to, like if, if I, we were in a, an emergency. And that's, you know, that's why we um, need to know these things too. It's, it's yeah. both, both for a sense of you know, purpose and convenience and like you know, building ourselves up, but also like if we're in a clutch moment, um, it, we sh- it's better that we are able to take the responsibility for that moment and not rely on someone else or mm. expect someone else to do it. Mm. Um, and I was actually just off post the other day that said like um, – it, it was calling out like men specifically, but it's like, um, like Christian men, your wife deserves better than a dad bod. Um, <laughs> your kids deserve better than like a drinking father. Your, oh, let's go. your kids, let's um, go. your, your friends deserve better than a, a lazy bum who watches football. Hmm. Um, 
And I was like, yeah, definitely because I don't work out. Today. Yeah, okay. But you're not, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. We'll watch football, sure. But and I was just thinking, like, yeah, we like, can't live for that. I don't. I don't work. I sh- shouldn't work out just for the, my own ego. Mm-hmm. I know that's why a lot of people do work out. Mm-hmm. But it should be that if a moment comes where I have to fight or I have to take someone down or I just need to like lift something heavy for someone because they can't, mm-hmm. I can step in and do that. Um, and that it's good. Sorry, there's the fly. Yeah, um, it, it's, it it's good that we have that built into our nature to want to do those things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like, um, I know I, I've, I've had some like kind of amusing, but it's, it's like a good real conversation with some guys, um, over the years, you know, like just like the, the kind of sometimes the, the hero fantasization that we sort of tend to do, where it's like, sometimes you almost wish like a terrible situation would happen. Oh dude. So that way you could like save people. You could like, you know, like maybe this person is like, you know, a terrible like maybe maybe they're really frustrating me but it'd be great if like i had a situation where i could take a bullet for them mm-hmm. just to show them that like i am like i'm i want to be that way and that's a, i think that's a good aspiration um to like foster we have to off, off, obviously be careful that we don't like fail to recognize the smaller emergencies yeah, in our yeah, lives yeah. that actually require like staying up you know we had uh some some babies my wife was at a retreat this weekend and i was at home with the kids and i did not get good sleep last yeah. night so while i was not jumping in front of a, a bullet for everybody i had to stay up late and not get sleep even well, you, though i'm sick so you can't you can't be a, a big real hero if you're not a hero in the little moments because yep. you, you have to train yourself same with martyrdom you know people yep. a lot little martyrs you know we think like oh that's great in the moment that they were challenged for christ they 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 didn't back down. Well, that's because they didn't back down either when a little suffering came or yeah. when they were asked to go an extra mile. Yeah. They were trained for that. And that's why we want like these ideas of man skills, yeah. whether you know whether it's lifting, working on a car, chopping lumber, knowing how to like survive out in like yeah. somewhere for who knows how long you have to. Yep. Um, we, First aid, things like that. The purpose of, of, of training ourselves um, in, in order to to make those small sacrifices now so that when the, like the big one comes, it, we're able to, to make them. Yeah. Um, and that like, these things are, are good for, for us, uh, in, in our own very nature. Huh? Um, because so like masculinity, we, we Nate and I had an episode way back in very yeah, beginning. Like episode four, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very fourth episode. Go back. It's actually a really good episode. I'm glad I remembered that. Um, the audio quality is not so hot because we had an old microphone, but the content, great. This one's we talked about over, yeah. Toxic masculinity, and it's like, is toxic masculinity an actual thing? Is it a misnomer, whatever? But the idea of masculinity, it is a raw aspect of the of the male, hmm. right? The, yeah. it, it comes with different, I don't know, features. Let's yeah. say, or, or things that that are natural that we're more inclined qualities. to yeah. qualities that we're or yeah. things more we're more inclined to than the feminine. Sure, um, and that these man skills are actually really good ways to to tame or to foster, to hone, yeah. to... To harness that wholesome energy. Exactly, in a, in a positive way. Or it's raw energy, I should say. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's the wholesome outlet of that raw right. power and that raw energy. And so you think about, like, so, you know, men, masculinity, when it existed, as long as men have existed, there's been masculinity. You think yeah. about back in the barbarians or, like, you know, the nomadic tribes or, or cavemen or whatever, they were, you know, hunt... Hunting T-Rexes. Survival, mm-hmm. you know, you know, discovering fire, whatever it is. They were. They had to harness what was in them. It yeah. was already in them. They didn't have to be educated. Yep. They didn't have to study whatever to know yeah. that this is within my ability. Yep. But I have to employ it in a certain way to protect my family, to eat, 
whatever. But yeah. now, because so many of those external things are provided for us, <laughs> um, where the culture has told us, like, oh, well, you shouldn't <laughs> become these things or doing those things, like, lifting is tr- a fat phobic or, mm. um, like, you know, being a hunter is misogynistic. Mm. Um, or that you, like, hate animals or you hate nature and things yeah. like that. Rather than having, like, a unique respect for it. Um, yeah, you know, like, you go, to, you go to certain gyms now. Like, I remember a gym that I looked at when I was living in Arlington uh, for a bit. And, like, they had, like, a couple rules on the wall. And it was, like, they actually didn't want people to work out that hard. Um, like, oh, that's a whole point. And, and I was just, like, well, I would you know, have to go to a gym. Like, I, I get, I get like... You should have people, like, wipe the sweat off, like, you know, a bench after yeah. they, like, go nuts on it. But um, people should be allowed to push themselves, yeah. like, you know. And that's, like, something to encourage, not something to be like, well, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're more worried about what other people, you know, feel than we are about, like, personal excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you, you know. kill those activities, you are tracing back to saying, well, we want to kill what's in you, too. Hmm. Um, so raw you know, raw qualities in us is the desire to, to be in charge, authority, to, yeah. to have authority over something or someone. Yeah. Right. And if I think being in the military, there's a reason why men want to be in the military because they're yeah. either the authority of o- other people hmm. or they're, they're willing to fight on behalf of someone else's authority hmm. um, or power to yeah. just to kind of like to use what's in us yes. to, to dominate something or yeah. to, to assert ourselves. Um, Without a proper avenue for that, whether it's like the you know the it requires power to push the bench forward, right? Yep. Um, or it requires a, an inner power to be able to get up on that stand and, and give a speech that might be uncomfortable. Yep. Um, without training or without focus, power will just become violence. Like, well, I have to overpower something, so I'm going to overpower this woman, hmm. or I'm going to overpower this whatever this bum who's in their car, you know? Yeah. Um, or you know, take a gun and overpower these school children. Whatever yeah. you know, it's just, it's sad. Yeah, uh, I'm not making light of these situations. Yeah, no, it's a perversion of that that energy, and, and some of those gross, gross perversion. You know, because it it doesn't always need to go to that level to be that wrong. It's just like, um, you know, the the small ways that we we choose to um, funnel that energy that that we are probably more likely to just produce as insignificant or you know inconsequential, but. Yeah, I mean, because those those are like on the, the the far end of that, but like smaller ways, you know, pornography, yeah. you know, all these ways that we cave and we let that that energy that's always been there, um, that's been in you know entwined with our with our spirit and our, our soul, um, and we we choose to kind of just satisfy it through through meaningless ways sometimes. Um, but yeah, so why do you why do you think we should encourage each other as men in these? Like, why is it important? And maybe mm-hmm. not only why is it important, how can we do that too? Like what are some tangible ways, um, whether it's fostering like man skills or just like having these sorts of discussions with other men to help them understand like, hey, you have something unique. Like on the flip side, you know, John Paul II talks about like the feminine genius, yeah, um, which yeah. I think is a really great thing to talk about in this mm-hmm. age because I think um, whether whether, you know, fake or real like, um, history has has sometimes probably played in the favor of men in some mm-hmm. ways, um, and those those energies that we're talking about, you know, you know, authority and command and power um, have lent themselves to abuse in certain ways. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's a good thing to like emphasize the value of the feminine genius. But in today's, as to your point earlier, in today's culture, we're 
turning pretty hard towards this idea of toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. You know, so again, going back to like how or why and how should we try to foster these these things? And is it just to like combat this erosion of masculinity, mm-hmm. or is there a deeper reason why we need to be yeah. pursuing it? Um, well, like as you, so as you use the phrase feminine genius, I think there's then masculine ingenuity hmm. um, that just like kind of a natural desire to make something new, to make something better than it is, hmm. um, and that that improvement yeah. that, that to put give newer life or better life into something is something that we have, yeah. um, and I think so as far as like how to encourage other people is I think twofold. So something at St. Vincent that I do with campus ministry is we have a men's retreat in wow. March and we actually have part built into the retreat man oh, skills oh, training I know. I yes. know you, you were you were there man skills training um you did the Big survival stuff mm-hmm. uh, how to like put on tourniquets like how to to be aware of your surroundings at different places yep. we have stuff like tire changing weightlifting knife throwing um bull whip yep. like, stuff like that you know um, and they're not all things that maybe are obviously immediately practical. Some a little um, bit tongue in cheek, but yeah. they still kind of like lend themselves to like that. This is, you know, like bull whipping is probably not as practical as like changing a tire, yeah. um, but it's still kind of like it almost inspires. Like those things kind of like inspire us yeah. a little bit, you know. And it's okay to let ourselves be inspired. But then we also uh, had uh, like uh, a tie tying yeah. station with like uh, we had to set a Phil proper Tran was doing ta- that one, right? Yeah, had to set a proper table, yeah. um, like a fancy table. Heck yeah, and. Because we did this because we need to give each other opportunities to admit that we don't know how to do these things. Yeah. So while culture both tells us don't do these things, hmm. it's also telling us like never admit if you don't know how to. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'd love to see a Mission Impossible movie where Tom Cruise doesn't know how to do something. <laughs> that's true. Like, exactly, right? Like, uh, he's like, oh, they're like, oh, well, we need... Oh, I don't know how to fly a helicopter, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yep. Um, he just did literally everything. Same right. with James Bond, you know? He's like, oh, yeah. have you flown one of these? Well, I did like 40 years ago. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, so that's a fantastic... And he, what a man. Yeah. Like, you know, t- like, Ethan Hunt, you yeah. know? Boss. Yeah, so... But... It's, it's really intimidating, like I was saying about the gym or about anything, like to admit like to someone else, I don't know how to do these things. So to give someone or a group of guys an opportunity where it's clearly judgmental free, oh, yeah, it's judgment yeah. free yep. of like, hey, just try these things yep. um, and encourage them. Like if you don't know how to do these things, that's fine. Yeah. Like we're not expecting you to know how to do this. We just want to give you the confidence to mm. do it. So, and building up guys' confidence in a little bit of these things yeah. will then open them up to explore others. Yeah. Um, so if I can show a guy how to change a tire, maybe that's all I need to show him about a car for him to be like, okay, now I'm going to take it upon myself to try to do these other things. Yep. So not giving someone, a guy, everything, spoon feeding him, yep. but giving him a little incentive. That's yeah. why. Plus, I think the other way we can encourage is if you know something you are actually good at, go and, and maybe you see someone who they're not or maybe you just, you know, in, yeah, not in an egotistic way, but be yeah. like, tell us guy, other guys like, hey, like if anyone's interested... Or, you know, you see someone new yeah. in, in whatever field it is. It's like, hey, like, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at this. Like, yeah. I, will, I will help you. And so a lot of monks have, or different seminarians have come asking me now about, like, lifting or working out of right place. And I really am happy about that. Yeah. Um, and I can encourage them. Like, yeah. And, like, anything you do, that's a win. That's a win. Hmm. But I'd rather see you moving. Yeah. But I'm going to encourage them and, and challenge them. Like, yeah. You still have to do it. Yeah. I'm not just going to be like... Oh yeah, like do whatever you want. I'm like no, if, if yeah. you're actually asking me, I'm gonna yeah. give you a hard routine. Yep. And I expect you to stick to it. Yep. Um, and apply that accountability. So, and that's being kind of being almost presumptuous or man to mansplain 
uh, you know, to you, hijack their terms to someone else. Like, well, you don't know how to do this, so I'm going to tell you. Yeah. It's so, like, no, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? But we need to own up to that, too. Like, yeah. take charge. If you have authority in the knowledge of a skill, yep. share it and let people know it. Yeah. Yeah, again, and I, I think that there is a tricky balance. It's getting back to, like, like I think one of the awesome things about the men's retreats is that we have given that that uh i'm gonna use another one of the terms safe spaces if you will yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. like but i like balancing those two things where it's like it's okay to mentor somebody aggressively and mentor them robustly and not just be like oh okay yeah um well you said you're gonna meet me to lift at you know 5 a.m yeah. but you didn't show that's okay be like no dude like if show up yeah. like if you if you're serious about it show up like you don't have to you know and i think that's it, it's almost interesting because like Nobody can know everything, unlike Ethan Hunt, of course. Yeah, right, right. Um, but nobody can know everything. But, you know, I think historically we haven't been able to create kind of almost like that safe space like you like you do at the men's retreat because men know they don't know everything. They're either – maybe they're a great athlete, yeah. but they're like – you know, they struggle in everyday you know, mathematics or something. You know, mm-hmm. the classic football jock and classic chess nerd kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah like, exactly. And they never come together and like help each other become better individuals. You know, they'd almost rather just like kind of throw shade on the other mm. because it helps them feel like satisfied that they're not something that I they don't, wish. I didn't even care uh, about that to begin with. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, like I think I think that's where things like the men's retreat and just yeah, again, balancing effectively like robust mentorship to to peers and friends and brothers and you know, sons and and fathers who like don't know a skill or don't know something, but remembering that like it can't come from a place of pride. It's got to come from a place of I just want I want you to be better because yeah. I care about mm-hmm. you as a person, um, and I think that's like, you know, in way like we're also talking about like good fatherhood. I feel like you know, um, well, yeah, because like I, a good dad isn't gonna like yell at his son that you know because he can't you know uh, change a flat tire just because he wants to make his son feel little and himself. Like a good father is gonna be like, hey, you did that wrong, and I'm gonna help you figure it out. So you don't do it wrong again next time, mm-hmm. but not again, not again from that place of pride and like I'm gonna put you down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's cool. Um, but yeah, like I think one thing we've touched upon a couple times is like, um, like these, you know, these man skills they help us curtail these these kind of raw energies and they help mm-hmm. us focus and harness them. Um, but you know, like what what are we what are we avoiding? by harnessing them and i think we've also touched upon some of that too you gave some extreme examples earlier but like if we're just going to talk about it like you know power and authority and dominance you know which i think is something you you talked about a a chris stefanik talk yeah brought some of those things up yeah just yeah Yeah. i was just at the pittsburgh men's conference uh yesterday actually yeah um and he he spoke about how these things in masculinity are being neutered Hmm. um and that which is part of our nature is being told like well it can no longer be part of your nature Hmm. um so he's like well no they they have to be, but done rightly. So mm-hmm. what, what is true virility, giving life into something, new, new life? What is true dominance? Yeah. Uh, and the ultimate figure for this is Jesus. He's yes. the most virile man, the most dominant man, yeah. the most powerful man. It's totally crushed sin. Power yeah. is not uh, you know, inserting yourself over people or taking charge all the time, but rather knowing when you could, but still maybe choosing not to. Hmm. Um, or dominance is not do- taking over someone else and saying like I must be in charge or like I, I have to rule, but rather dominating what is dark in your soul mm. or dark about you, so that you can be fully alive to give yourself. Yeah. And virility is giving not what you want about yourself, but giving giving who you actually are. Mm. And until we know who we are, and the only way to do that is actually self exploration, which is 
hard and yeah. difficult and oh, challenging, yeah. and we often deny it. And that's why we have, quote-unquote, toxic masculinity is because men refuse to even look at themselves. Hmm. Um, and if they do, well, now they can actually give who they are. Yeah. Um, and maybe that means admitting to things that are hard, but that also means sharing what they know is good about themselves and what they like hmm. and what they're already you know, given to. And I think vengeance is another thing. You know, When something wrong is done to you, we want to lash out. Yeah. And like men are way faster to lash out than yeah. women, right? Or we lash out way more physically. Yeah. There's a reason why men are in prison more than women are in prison. Oh, sure. Um, because of the physical thing. Well, what if, what if like, Mr. Rogers just said, why don't you just go punch something <laughs> instead? Like, a punching bag. Like, yeah. It, like, that's what we kind of need. Those skills, like, an outlet. Yep. Um, and to know that, like, yeah, I have the ability to take this guy down if I wanted to. Mm. But that is not necessarily strength. Mm. Strength is to say, I could do it, but I'm not necessarily. But... I'm going to still maybe do it differently. Yeah. I feel like you just described the plot to The Lion King. You know? <laughs> like, and I, I'm not joking in a way. Like, every, like, I just, you walk through that, like, including the vengeance story. Like, I think The Lion is a pretty cool example of kind of what you're talking about, having strength but not always using it unless mm-hmm. it's needed. Yeah. You know, people talk about, like, the, you know, uh, fierce as a lion or, you know, strong as a lion but tender as a lamb as, like, yeah. a good kind of almost idiom for for masculinity and what it should look like you know tender to be a father that holds their baby but like you know fierce like a lion to you know fight off any attacker you know from your family and everything and like lions you know male lions will just kind of sit around a lot yeah, they do. <laughs> they're kind of lazy they're, actually they're a little lazy yeah so not maybe not always the best model actually the best model but like when they use their strength it is because they're protecting their pride yeah exactly. you know um they're not they're not just you know dominating and ravaging the animal kingdom they're not just going around killing things willy-nilly yeah. you know like even though they have the authority to they probably could. just dominate anything on like the african serengeti they you know it is it is precise precisely delivered strength you know yeah. at the right time when it's needed to defend what what they care about and, you know think of lion king where it's like and there's obviously some some you know silliness in in in, in that but um you know like in the end you know to your point about vengeance he comes and he confronts with strength you know the the creature that killed his father, you know, and mm-hmm. ruined his own reputation. Um, and he still, he, he delivers with strength that, that overthrow, but he doesn't, he doesn't seek vengeance. He still stops in the end. And of mm-hmm. course there's, you know, Scar still gets like thrown off a <laughs> cliff or whatever, but you know, yeah, it's not because of that's how he starts things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, I don't know. Just like, you just made me think of like lions. Embrace just the talking about lion. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, it's a little. Well, Jesus bit... is the Lion of Judah. Yeah, right? Jesus the Lion of Judah and the Lamb fire. of God. Yeah, yeah, right? that's, both those. That's Lion of Judah, Lamb of God. Awesome. Heck anyway. yeah. Um, so yeah, and so I think your last question was on like, what is what is it like? What is deep? that we're avoiding? Or, yeah. Okay, or what's what what, what, what yeah, is it deeper? Yeah, deep, yeah. What is it deeper that like these things are coming from, or <laughs> or like these skills are harnessing? Or that the fact that society is pushing against them. Yeah. I said, it's. I keep on saying it's like natural to us, or it's you know it's within us. That's because it's actually built into our very soul. Hmm. Um, that while you know church fathers and different theologians and some philosophies even have talked about this. That while we share the same essence of being human with all humanity, with our sisters in Christ, yeah, yeah with yeah. women, that there is still almost like a slight difference in the nature of the soul of mm. a, a female and a sure. man so yeah, yeah. Makes um, sense. The, a feminine soul and a masculine soul yeah and we are not just a soul that inhabits a body like a puppet hmm. like our, the soul is not the strings that just move the body around and do whatever 
and the body cannot cut the strings and just say, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yep. Um, mm. And that is really where we are with <laughs> like so many ideologies in the West is what we call dualism. It actually has been existed, existed as the philosophy of uh, philosophical anthropology, basically the nature of the human person. Yeah. Forever. I mean, huh. Plato himself was actually yeah, a dualist. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Whereas the body and the mind are separate. Separate things. And the best thing to do is to move the mind or the soul as far away from the body as possible. Yep. Um, now, he took it because he prioritized the soul. Yep. And he said that the body is a prison, the body, soma is sema, body is prison. Um, and that, like, the body leads to evil. And the yep. more you're, you let your body rule you, your soul gets dragged down. Hmm. Um, Whereas now we're saying it's basically inconsequential that you have physical markers that seem to point to you being a male mm. or a man. Um, and that, that inner part of you, that the masculine, the actual thing, we need to kind of diminish that and squash that. So virility, dominance, power, authority, vengeance, uh, a will to create... Uh, or to kind of destroy but then build back up. All of those things are kind of built into the masculine soul. Hmm. Um, let's squash the soul now and just kind of make you a shell. Because hmm. um, we and can do look like things with else. a shell. Yeah, you, you can be very effective with a shell, but you yeah. just have no life in it. Yes, um, but you can change the shell too. And yeah, that's why well, and that's, it's better to kill the soul and or separate that, you know, because... Yeah, if, if, if everything is in your head yeah, and, and your body and your head, your mind, whatever, are not connected, then... Then do whatever with your body because it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, hmm. that is really interesting. So I, I never thought of that as like the the modern movements that I know we're we're talking about here that they are just sort of new renovations. Of, oh yeah, of that. Dualism. As well as Ecclesiastes yeah. renovation says, nothing there is nothing new under the sun. Sure, um, there's just new ways of doing it hmm. um, in a sense. So, so what we need to adopt then is what Aristotle and Thomas Aquinas philosophically speak of for the human person which is hylomorphism which is that we are body soul together we're not one yeah uh, or no we are one sorry we're not one inhabiting the other or yeah. one possessing the other or one that just kind of can be mm. separated from the other has no consequence we are together so yeah. that means um not that our soul our soul should lead the body but our soul is could not be does not take over it does not separate um and that means it, it informs our very being. Mm. Um, so our what is in us should inform then what we do. Yeah. So if it's it's in you to to want to do something great, that means you should do something great. Yeah. It shouldn't mean you should squash that because oh that might offend someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember you had a book a long time ago just called Do Hard Things. Oh yeah. Um, and that's read my two brothers. Th- yeah, exactly. Read. And that's something that men need to do more. Yeah. Do hard things. Yeah. Um, Things that make you uncomfortable, things that make you feel awkward, yep. um, things that maybe make you look like a fool at first. Yep. Um, because guess what? That actually will satisfy your soul far more than doing the status and yeah. not standing out. Yeah. A fool stands out and so does a hero, but that's all a matter sometimes of perspective hmm. and maybe what they're doing. I mean, it's a, a fool is doing something idiotic, right? Sure. But someone could be like, oh, well, that guy's really foolish. He doesn't know what he's doing. Well, at least he tried. Yeah. At least he tried. Yes. You are standing on the sidelines. You have never done it anyways. Yep. Um, and there's more courage in trying when you don't know what you're doing sometimes. I completely agree. Than being like, well, hey, I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But you need guidance, and that's why we need each other. Yeah. If I was to be like, hey, 
I never asked Floyd. And I was like, well, I'm going to go try to do it. Yeah. I might be able to lift some weights, but my form would have been off. Yeah. Or I, I might have probably given up. Yeah. You needed um, that account as iron sharpens iron. Yeah. You know? So, um, so just as we need that inner courage, because that's part of who we are, yep. we need the masculinity in another man to call out our masculinity. Heck yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting. I really like that, like that fool hero, um, kind of comparison there too. You know, I, um, so I was, I was down in DC this last week and there was a young man on the subway, um, who was just literally singing praise and worship songs. Hmm. He had a beautiful voice. Yeah. That young, like a young African-American man. He was, he was got a strong set of pipes. I mean, it was like good for you brother you know um but admittedly i kind of sat there for a minute and was sort of just like like i don't think i could do that like you know in mm-hmm. like almost this hint of like yeah you know but i but I, I the more i thought about it the more i was like he's being very very brave yeah <laughs> braver than i can be you know i always think like oh i should probably i should probably have like a nice solid lead into these things and i you know i probably shouldn't you know push it you know and then obviously i still think that there's there's a time and a place for like being you know strong and sturdy in in your faith but like I don't have that kind of courage, you know, yeah. and it was just, it, it was exciting to see it. And the, you know, the funny thing was it didn't seem like people minded, you know, mm-hmm. there might've been a couple kind of like side eyes of people sort of like, you know, like, ah, what's he doing? You know, but like for the most part, people seemed like they were okay, yeah. you know, and it was just a good reminder that like, yeah, it's, it's about perspective. You know, some people may look at him as a fool. Um, some people may look at him like, I'm just not sure I could do that, but I would kind of aspire to that kind of courage, that courage in your faith. Um, and I would need somebody to help me figure out how I'm supposed to do that. Maybe it's not singing on a subway at the top of my lungs because I don't really have a good voice. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. like, what's my version of that? You know, what's my version of, of belting it out, you know, belting out praises of our Lord? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, shout it out from the rooftops. Yeah. So, and to, to circle it all in under the transcendentals, a, a, a masculine man is a beautiful man. Is, you know, it is a good man. We we kind of think of beautiful as something that's you know feminine, sure. Um, but beauty is is like that which ins- evokes wonder, or yeah. evokes curiosity, yep. or evokes. Stuff. And to see a man who's comfortable in himself, hmm. not because of what's in him has been squashed, or because he's like, well, I gotta I gotta rein in, or, you know, I gotta be careful oh, yeah, about yeah. who I am on the inside because who I am is probably bad. Yep. I was like, no, who you are is good. Being masculine is good goodness. Um, it's also it's beautiful when you're able to actually live who you are. So a, a soul who that lives in its wholeness hmm. is beautiful, and it inspires other people to be like, "Why are they like that? Hmm. What's curiosity, wonder? Like, I wonder if I could be like that. Yeah, that's a man I want to be. We all know a guy who'd be like, "That's a man I want to be like." Yeah, we probably wouldn't say like, "That's a beautiful man" because that sounds weird. Sure, but like in a sense, we're saying like. That man's soul is beautiful because he has accepted who he is yep. and he's willing to live out his masculinity and not be dictated by someone else. Yep, I agree. I agree. So, now, if you hear some of this and you're like, wow, like these are Brand. these are clear people who are holding fast to the patriarchy um, or like true misogynists, racist bigots right there um, who have no respect for women. No, if, if men were men, women would want to be women. Um, they wouldn't want to try to be men hmm. because they'd understand that like th- that they're they're appreciated because they're different yeah um and i can only adam only knew his identity as a man when he found eve hmm. um because he said at last yeah you know this is bone someone my bone flesh flesh my flesh. Mess, right yeah and he looked to her for the image of god not to himself hmm. um and it took her to, to 
for him, when he fell, it was because she she played such an integral role in him. Hmm. Um, so it, it's women that we we look to to help us understand what masculinity is. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that <laughs> men have it all figured out. And the reason why women are treated so badly most of the time is because men are are not being real men. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm not calling people to like you know go you know be abusive or or go to like tell other women like no you can't vote you know any any of that crazy stuff like yeah. that. But like not advocating for that. You know, just man the frick up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not. I think you kind of said something like this before, and I've heard this a couple of times. Uh, what people think toxic masculinity is is just toxicity. Yes, it's sin. Exactly. It's, it's it's pride. It's lust. It's ego. It's envy. It's jealousy. It's not masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, as we talked about, there are those energies within us that sometimes, if if we are you know like more likely to fall into sin, it's it's going to just take advantage of that energy and probably make it worse. But that's not saying that masculinity is toxic. It's it's an absence of masculinity. Yeah. Um, because the because real masculinity would would be able to look you know that sin that temptation and say nope that's that's not where I'm headed I'm headed down this road you know um, so yeah I think it's it's not toxic masculinity toxicity exists but toxic yeah. masculinity yeah. not as much yeah. um, so and I I said it before and I'll say it again women challenge your men hmm. um, if like maybe your husbands your brothers your fathers your grandfathers you don't think are living up to what it really means to be a man. You are more than welcome to call us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, monks, priests, too. I mean, frickin' we need to be men, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's through your prayers, it's through your example, your challenge, uh, that we need. Um, so, and yeah. And hold each other accountable, too. Yeah, 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 guys, absolutely. Like, if a guy's not calling out a guy, too. Like, yeah, that's just... I mean, that's bad. That's weakness on both sides. Mm-hmm. No. So, um, yeah. You know, and, and we're I'm we're more than happy if you disagree, and I'd like to hear if you disagree and why. You know, so we're starting these videos. You know, leave a comment below on YouTube. Like, if you agree, disagree, maybe you want us to flesh some of these things out again, or bring Nate into the conversation next time, whatever it is. Um, but please, if you can, you know, subscribe to our channel, like it, um, you know, put note, ring the notification bell. We're doing the the classic YouTube thing. We got to say. Um, whatever it is, you know, or on Spotify, on Amazon, whatever platform you're listening on, um, you know, please do something to promote us if you can, or to respond. Yeah. I and I'm also on analytics. Find that a lot of your listeners, very few few people, are subscribers. So hmm. change that. Hmm. Um, yeah. So and we're looking forward to having you with us every week now. Um, and if you like our message, uh, please please spread all good in the brotherhood to your families and friends. Hmm. And we'll pray for you. you yeah. Comment, you like, whatever, subscribe. We'll pray for you. Yeah, you know? yeah. So not that we conditionalize those things for your prayer. True. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but hey, it helps us identify. True. You know, like they know praying for that person. Yeah. You know. So. All right. All right. Well, I am Brother Francisco, and I'm Tom Whitaker, his biological brother. Yes. Thank you for joining us for an episode of All Good in the Brotherhood, and we will see you next time. Peace out. Bye.